0: Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K show. Would you like to get a copy of my brand new book, Go Trump Yourself: 10 Ways to Live Like Trump in a Joe Biden Economy? Then go to gotrumpyourself.com right now. That's gotrumpyourself.com.
1: We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show.
0: You make
2: bad news sound good. Mark K for 3 hours a day. <laughs> Loving it. This
1: is The Marquee Show. Could you please
3: just stop with. <laughs> I'm Kamala Harris and I'm vice president. Shut up, please. And you're. We won't talk about Taylor Swift anymore.
0: Shut up, please. You know, I'm not the one that forced you to listen to the show. If there's someone with a gun pointed to your head forcing you to listen to your show, please let us know so that we can call 911 and uh, get you the uh, the help that you need. 855 mark is our number. BT-DUB. Sorry, Keith. The not talking about Taylor Swift was yesterday's rule. Today we got to talk about her because she's big news. But you know she may be going to the White House, Hannah? For what? Well, because whenever you win the Super Bowl, you go to the White House. Oh, yeah. And since she won the Super Bowl on Sunday, she gets invited to the White House. And she maybe won it. <laughs> maybe she'll take a couple of those Chiefs players with her. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855 940 Emma? We'll get into that here in just a minute. And also, uh, also, Kamala Harris, she may not be president of the United States.
4: I'm vice president. My name is Kamala Harris.
0: Because guess who doesn't want to give up the job?
5: Uh, I'm assuming assuming Biden.
0: That is right. Joe Biden says he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Get used to it, says Joe Biden. I'm not going for where. It's a direct quote. Uh, The GOP fantasy crowd is so accustomed to conspiracy theories that they're betting the Democrats will switch candidates at the last minute. But that is not going to happen, according to Politico. On Sunday, even Nikki Haley, ostensibly the GOP's team, normal candidate for president, put down her cash at the window. My bet is 30 days from now, I don't think Joe Biden is going to be the nominee. But Joe Biden is steadfast and determined to retain his position, not only as president of the United States, but also as the candidate for president in 2024. And I'm going to be honest with you, there ain't a lot of time left to make some switcheroo's. If you're going to be switching out Joe Biden for somebody else, I think the the TikTok, as they say, on the Chinese spy app. TikTok, as they say, when you are running low, when when it's like uh, when there's six seconds left in overtime and Taylor Swift's team is trying to win the Super Bowl, TikTok, that's what they say. So if the Democrats are looking to make a change, uh, there's not a lot of time and uh, and it looks like joe biden's uh, steadfast and like i said determined not to go anywhere in fact Corinne jean pierre the white house press secretary she uh, she was asked a question about his cognitive abilities and whether or not he was going to make a cognitive uh, take a cognitive test listen to what she said here's the question
6: does the white house think that the the idea of the president taking a cognition test a cognitive test as a part of this uh, physical is a legitimate idea particularly just on the heels of the special counsel report more polling as my colleague selena just mentioned showing that many american people have concerns about that look i got this question last week as well and i'm just going to say what the what uh, dr o'connor it's kind of a uh, what he said to me about a year ago uh, when the report came out last year uh, obviously on his physical uh, which is the president proves every day how he operates, how he thinks, right? But by dealing with world leaders, by making really difficult decisions on behalf of the the American people, whether it's domestic, whether it's national security, and so he shows it every day on how he thinks, how he operates, uh, and so that is how uh, that is how the Dr. O'Connor sees it, and that's how I'm going to leave it
0: okay so he's not he's just going to (laughs) this is a very interesting argument he's not going to take a cognitive test he's just going to let how he acts every single day how he acts when he goes out and deals with domestic policy how he acts when he goes out and deals with foreign dignitaries and leaders how he interacts on the world stage he doesn't need to take a cognitive test he's just going to let his actions speak for him
7: as you know initially The president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side.
0: By the way, has anyone ever pointed out that Mexico and Egypt don't even sound alike? They don't even start with the same letter. I don't even think, with the exception of the letter E... I think those are the only two letters that are similar in both in both of the words. How do you mix up Mexico and Egypt? How do you mix up the president of Egypt and the president of Mexico? Unless, of course, you're a racist and you're just looking at, you know, uh, the, the distinguishing physical characteristics, which, let's face it, we all know Joe Biden is. So maybe that's maybe that's basic. Maybe that's what it came all down if to. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black but corinne jean pierre says we're not going to take any tests around here we're just going to let joe biden speak for himself Uh, taking that kind of a test
6: i believe for me you're asking me my personal opinion uh he is sharp uh he is on top of things he when we have uh meetings with him with his staff he's constantly pushing us getting trying to get more information and so that has been my experience with this president uh Anything else outside of that, uh, I just shared with you what Dr. O'Connor said to me, uh, and so I'll just leave it there.
0: You know what's interesting to me, because whenever they're pressed on a question over there in the Democrat side of the aisle, like, uh, what's a woman? Remember Marsha Blackburn asked Ketanji Brown-Jackson when she was being confirmed as a, uh, as a Supreme Court justice, what is a woman? And Katanji Brown-Jackson was like, I'm not a biologist. I can't, I can't answer that question. Yet they ask Corinne Jean-Pierre about Joe Biden's mental health, and she's like, hey, he's sharp as a tack. That one, he's sharp, and he's he's with it, and he's always pushing me. When we
6: have uh, meetings with him, with his staff, he's constantly pushing us, getting trying to get more information.
0: I think he's pushing them with her, with his nose. He's just, you know, sticking that nose in there, just pushing him. He's always pushing us, but he uses his nose. Which is kind of weird. Eight five five nine four zero mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. Anyway, that's a. It looks like looks like we don't have a lot to worry about with in the way of Kamala Harris becoming president. We do have a lot to worry about though with uh, Joe Biden remaining in office at least till next January. Now, speaking of remaining in office, speaking of problems, speaking of the world stage, there was a Ukrainian relief bill. Sorry, they call it a Border Security Act. But it's a Ukrainian relief bill, and it was shoved through the Senate. And you know it's bad because not only did Mitt Romney vote for it, but Mitt Romney referred to it as, well, I'll just let Mitt Romney explain it to you.
8: The vote we will soon take to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States senators.
0: I'm going to... I'm. Okay. I'm going to play it for you. This is Mitt Romney, a very aged senator from Utah who's retiring, not coming back for another year. He's going to give up his seat because he feels like he's maybe done enough damage to this country over his years uh, in Washington, D.C. But he's saying this vote on aiding Ukraine, of all the votes that he's taken over his his career, of all the votes that any of those senators have ever taken, you're talking about votes regarding Afghanistan and the war and 9-11 and all these other things. He's saying this vote to give uh, you can't, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, even more American money. This is the most important vote ever. Here it is one more time.
8: The vote we will soon take to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States Senators.
0: I mean, think about what that tells you about your your mixed priorities. Think about what that tells you when you look at these people who are supposedly there and they are fighting for you. These are people who are supposedly that you sent to Washington, D.C. to represent you and your needs and your desires. Is anybody sitting around? And if you are, please call 855-940-MARK. Is any American sitting around in their house right now going, ah, you know what Senate needs to do? Get more money to Ukraine, stat. You know what they need? You know what? I, I hope that those you-know-whats that we sent to Washington, D.C., get off their rear ends and do something good for a change, like sending billions more dollars to Ukraine. Border can wait. Border can just, forget, just Don't worry about the the illegal immigrants coming. There. Don't worry about the crime. The, Ukraine, the single most important thing that these SOBs have ever done in their lives, they better not screw it up. I, for one, have never said that. I don't know of a lot of, you know, when I, cause I go, I don't hang out with a lot of people, but when I do, never does the topic of giving more money to Ukraine ever come up. We talk about Ukraine all the time, but not in that, not in that circumstance. But this bill, this bill that they just passed in the Senate is headed to the House and a bunch of Republicans. Uh, uh, 22 Republican senators joined forces with the Democrats and voted to allow this to go through. And Mike Lee, you know, Mike Lee from Utah, fun fact, we got, we got dueling
8: senators from Utah. You've got Mitt Romney who's saying this is the most important thing we've ever done. The vote we will soon take to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States senators.
0: And literally from the same state, the same voters the same constituents the same utahns that's what you call them you call them utahns right people from utah are called utahns the same utahns that sent mitt romney to the senate to sell out this country to ukraine sent mike lee in there to fight tooth and nail for the united states of america
8: yeah i've been up all night uh just finished an hour-long speech in the senate and um Having exhausted the roster of all senators eligible to speak who wanted to speak, the Senate immediately called the vote Um, after I clocked out. They're up there voting right now. It appears destined to pass. This didn't have to happen. Uh, It's unfortunate that we had Senate Republicans turning on the commitment they made to each other and to their voters and to our House Republican colleagues down the hall. There'll be more opportunity to talk about that later, but in the meantime, I take some comfort in knowing that the Speaker of the House is pronounced it dead on arrival.
0: I mean, do you really take comfort in anything the Speaker of the House? I'm, I'm Mike Lee. Has a lot of optimism when it comes to the House of Representatives. Mike, Lee, and this is this is the craziest thing too, because now the Senate has passed this off to the House, and the House of Representatives has said it's dead on arrival. But is it really? Is it really? We know it only takes one, gosh, two uh, Republicans in the House of Representatives to turn this thing around and ship all that money away to Ukraine. We know that if Steve Scalise has to go in for treatment or if somebody else gets COVID or something or they stub their toe or there's a car, God knows what could happen. But if, if even one person doesn't show up for work on time, this whole thing could go south because, you know, all the Democrats are voting with, well, with Ukraine. J.D. Vance from Ohio and uh, Mike Lee and Ron Johnson were also on an Elon Musk X Space. You know, remember you don't remember X Spaces, Hannah? Remember those? Yeah. The X Space was how Ron DeSantis decided to launch his now. Uh, brought back down to earth. Campaign for president it didn't go very well. We heard a lot of music. We heard a lot of mumbling. And but like 45 minutes after it was supposed to start, it started, and that was that was pretty much symbolic of his entire campaign. Uh, but anyway, there was an X space on Monday uh, for more than uh, 90 minutes, and it was an effort to basically explain to the masses how this tens of millions of dollars in additional funding for Ukraine stalemate against Russia was being rushed through the Senate. Uh, The discussion occurred just before the crucial expected Monday night procedural vote on the foreign aid package. 60 senators are needed for that vote on cloture to end debate on the bill, clearing the way for a likely Wednesday vote on final passage. The trio of senators urged listeners to contact their House members to demand opposition to the package, which has suffered from increased unpopularity as its details are exposed. The assumption, as of a day ago, was the thing would certainly pass, said Vance. It funds Ukraine to the tune of another $61 billion. The, the uh, bills failed to meaningfully address the problems that we have with our own defense industrial base, meaning it ignores the border here in the United States of America, and it sends $61 billion to Ukraine to fight Vladimir Putin endlessly, endlessly, and forever in what seems to be something that doesn't really benefit anyone here in the United States of America. And it appears that more and more American politicians, more and more American senators, and more and more American voters are starting to realize that. Uh, The Vladimir Putin desire to repatriate parts of, if not all of Ukraine, is not something that determines your daily initiatives and your daily future. At least that's what seems to be the new consensus. And endlessly funding Ukraine while ignoring the problems here at home is one of the greatest scams that this uh, that this Congress has ever pulled over on its own constituents. Mitt Romney thinks it's
8: the most important bill they've ever voted on. It is the most important vote we will ever take as United States senators. Thank that. Thank God that guy's gone. Whew. We need more.
0: We need more Mike Lees and less Mitt Romneys. Utah, if you're listening, uh, Mark K. show to Utah. Come in, Utah. Less Romney's, more Mike Lee's. eight five five nine four zero. Mark is our number. 855-940-6275. Listen, we got to take a quick break. When we get back, though, we'll talk a little bit more about the Bank of Ukraine, the and how it just keeps they just keep making withdrawals from the ATM, the US ATM. That's what that's what it's all about, to uh, Vladimir Zelensky. Plus, uh, this is kind of exciting. We're gonna be playing some Maga Match game today because, well, we mentioned it yesterday, and we tried it. We try to always fulfill our promises. We can't promise you that we always will. But we do uh, but we do try plus what else is there was something else I wanted to talk about today Hannah do you remember what it was no oh I do it was okay. the RNC Donald Trump has chosen two people two people that he wants to lead the RNC. Going into this very crucial election year, we're we're trying to get one of them on the show here uh, in the next couple days to discuss it. 855-940-MARK. That's our number. If you ever want to get through, you can leave us an open mic message too. Every one of our k Trade Radio Network radio stations has a mobile app. Some of them have the open mic feature. Hit record, send it in. We'll get it on the air. 855-940-MARK. Quick break. We will be right back. Wow. That was the most anticlimactic thing you've ever well, done. Okay,
5: so here's the thing. Mm. It told me... That I have too many letters.
0: You have too many letters?
5: Like it says that I can't uh
0: There's a there's a limit to how much you can comment?
5: Yeah. I right, am well, forty-four characters over. All right, we'll
0: remove forty-four characters from okay. your comment and uh and then try again. I'll try again. Yeah, that's fantastic. Eight five five. Sorry, we have to take care of a take care of a little bit. Oh, I didn't even tell you what happened yesterday, Hannah.
5: Tell me, Mark. You
0: know how like uh you were recording your podcast. Right. And I was here doing some work? I went to leave and I went down to my car and as I approached my vehicle, mm-hmm. it usually the doors unlock and the little, you know, step comes out so right. I can get into it. Uh, didn't That didn't happen. And I go, well, that's weird. So I got on my key fob and I started hitting the, the key fob <laughs> okay. and nothing happened. And I thought, well, that's bizarre. So I got the phone app, tried to open it, it said your doors won't open. Had to take out the little like safety, you know, the uh, the uh, emergency key. And I had to open my car and I like got a peasant. in. It was crazy. Yeah. Like I had to use it. And I got in and I tried to hit the little start button. And all of a sudden, everything on my screens just started flashing. Like it was flashing. Did your everything. Uh,
5: windows start going up and down too? The windows
0: did not go up and down. Okay. But it was like, it was like, you know, high gear, low gear, whether parking brake. I was like, what happening? Turns out somehow my battery died. Oh. And I had to have my son come and, uh, and give me a jump. Um, mm. But I was sitting out there with my hood up for like a good 30 minutes. Wow. Probably more people laughed as they walked by me than asked me if I needed any help. (laughs) I'm glad you weren't here. You would have been one of the laughers for sure. I'm (laughs) sorry.
1: We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's
2: my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. (laughs) Loving it!
1: This is the Marque Show.
0: 855 940 Mark our number. 855 940 6275 Thank you so much for joining us today, folks. We are so uh, we're so excited that you're here and we have man, we got we got some scoundrels up there in Washington, DC. Twenty-two of them to be exact. And it's some names are surprising, some names are, but this is why I always say, in fact, Hannah, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. Do you follow I, me on
5: I do, I also yeah, yeah.
0: You all, yeah. Uh, I was so I was on the Instagram. And I posted something. It was it was three things. In fact, you know what? Maybe I'll maybe I'll just play it for you here. I should I should probably just play these on the air because they're so important. It was three things you need to do if you're planning on voting in 2024. And these are things that I don't think a lot of people do when they're whether they're voting in 2024, or whether they're whenever they're voting. Uh, but it's important. So here, I mean, you know what? I'm just gonna play it for you. Okay. If I can find it. Well, I can't find it now, so I'll play it for you later. <laughs> uh, but I could I could just basically summarize it because yeah, I said it. Yeah, tell us. Oh, no, wait. I got it right here. Are you ready? Yes. All right, listen carefully. These are... Oh, I got The three I gotta things you it. need
5: to do if you're planning on voting in 2024. That's right. You
0: do if you're voting in the election this year. Number one, if you're voting for a candidate who's never held office, make sure you go online and find some of their speeches and listen to them. Listen to more than one. Make sure their message is the same. Make sure it doesn't change. And make sure it vibes with what you truly believe, because you only get one vote. You don't want to you don't want to ruin it on somebody who is going to just you know screw you over in the end. Number two. By the way, I speak wholeheartedly from experience. Mm-hmm. This is listen to my wisdom because I myself have been burned. That was number one. Two, if they've already held office and they're running for re-election, like a senator or a congressman, mm-hmm. make sure you go to the United States government, the Senate website, or the or the uh, the House of Representatives website, and mm-hmm. check out their voting record to make sure they're That's voting kidding. the way. You would want them to vote on whatever issue they're voting on. I mean, think about this. And this is going to shock a lot of people. But a lot of politicians, when they're running for office and when they go out to rallies or when they're meeting people or when they put together a campaign website or when they're on a debate stage or wherever they are, a lot of these folks will just say what they think you want to hear so that you'll vote for them. And then – after you vote for them, they've gotten the job, they'll go to Washington, D.C. and do the total opposite thing. And then you're like, whoa, whoa, I voted for you to do this. And they go, no, 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 but this is better. Trust me. And all of a sudden you're like, why did I vote for this rapscallion? So now when they're going back for like this is the key. This is if it's a reelection. For example, you know, I'll just use, for example, my own representative, John Rutherford from District 5 here in Florida you got to look at his voting record. And does his voting record match up with the promises he made when he went to Washington, D.C. to represent us? Heck no. So should we be voting for him again? In my humble opinion, I don't think so. But you need to make sure you're – and it's so easy to do, and it's something that not a lot of folks do. It's all public record. Whenever there's a vote, you can go and you can read what the vote is. You can see who voted for it. You can see which way your congressperson voted for it. For it, You can see how anyone votes. And is anyone's going to have a perfect voting record that, that matches up with you perfectly? No. But you really need to see kind of – you need to kind of do like an internal score – In your head and you need to make sure that uh, that you're that you're tracking with more of what they do and not offended and personally upset by what they do. Here's the third thing. The last thing you want to do is vote for someone you think is going to vote one way and then they get there and they vote the totally worst way possible. Number three. three, try your best to vote down party lines. The worst thing you could do is put a president in the White House and then not give him the tools to succeed. The worst thing you could do is get your candidate elected to the highest office in the land, but then put all his enemies in his way for the next four years, so nobody really accomplishes anything. Now- I mean, and that is something that I and that is something I never understood that people continue to do. The vice or the uh, president and the vice president of the United States are the top of the ticket this year. And if you vote for, and again, I'm not telling you who to vote for. If you vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris why on earth would you want to put a bunch of Republicans in their way so they couldn't get anything done? I mean, they're inept enough as it is on their own. Why do you need to make them even more pointless? But if you're voting for someone like, say, Donald Trump and whoever he chooses as his running mate, you—it's more it's imperative that you give them the tools because Donald Trump only has one more term. He's got four more years. He's got to work as quickly as possible, and if he has a Republican House of Representatives and a Republican Senate, he can work to change America back to the land of the free and the home of the brave and the most amazing, most freedom-loving, most most uh, the strongest and independent and richest country that we all want it to be a lot faster. If you give him some Democrats that are just gonna stymie his plans and stop everything from getting done, then you, I mean, what what even is the point? What even is the point? 855-940 mark is our number. And that is what and that's something Donald Trump has learned himself. Donald Trump yesterday endorsed people, uh, two people to take over the RNC, the Republican National Committee. For example, or not, for example, but let me tell you, you know that Ronna McDaniel is stepping down. Uh, Ronna McDaniel is stepping down supposedly sometime after the South Carolina primary. Don't know why we're waiting. I feel like no time like the present. Why are we just, why are we just, you know, stretching out this, this long goodbye? Why are we just, let's just get down to it. Let's get some new people in there. Let's take a vote. You know, the clock is ticking, as we said earlier, we're not a lot of time before the November election. These people need to get acclimated. They need to get a plan in place. They need to get their teams in place and they need to get to work so that they can do whatever it is they need to do to make sure that the, the Democrats don't take this election away from the American voters. They need to do whatever they need to do to make sure that the right person is put back in place. And and former President Donald Trump said on Monday that he is backing Michael Watley for chairman of the RNC. Michael Watley is the current chair of the North Carolina GOP. And the North Carolina GOP did a bang-up job of getting Donald Trump uh, the state of North Carolina in the last election. A lot, uh, North Carolina, for those of you that don't know, and I grew up there, I moved there when I was eight years old. And I lived there all the way uh, through my teenage years before I went off to college. Came back free. My, my, my father lived there, was a homeowner there for years. Have a lot of roots in North Carolina. And over the past few years, North Carolina has become a purple state. It was the state of Jesse Helms when I was growing up. It was as red as could be. Nobody voted Republican in North Carolina, and if they did, they did not dare tell you because they were, they did not, they were just, they knew better. But nowadays, it's a purple state, and sometimes it goes blue, sometimes it goes red. And the Research Triangle area of Raleigh, Durham, and Chapel Hill has brought in a lot of liberals from California who are trying to build tech sector jobs and companies, and they're coming to Duke University and the University of North Carolina, and they're bringing their CRT with them and their DE&I and everything else. And on top of that, you've got Asheville, which is out there in the mountains, and it's become kind of a hub for all of the weird... You know, pot smoking liberal people who paint everything under the, they paint trash and try to sell it for like $40 more than it's actually worth. And they smell like, I don't know, uh, lavender and what do, what do, what do hippies smell like? Patchouli. Patchouli, that's the other thing. They're wearing bell bottoms and and those, uh, and those Perkins, all that's all the stereotypes. And they've built a huge hub right there in Asheville, North Carolina, right there in the middle of the mountains, surrounded by moonshine stills and dulcimers. All of a sudden, you've got this amazing liberal kind of conclave. It's really weird. So North Carolina has become a purple state. And and this guy, Michael Watley, has done a bang-up job of keeping it red and delivering it for Donald Trump and delivering conservative uh, senators and congresspeople and governors and that kind of thing. Well, Donald Trump looked at him and said, that's the guy that's the guy who should run the RNC nationally and he and he threw his support behind michael watley to chair the national gop after doing such a bang up job with the with the uh, the north carolina gop and the other thing that is a big proponent and a big benefit to donald trump is that michael watley is one of the guys who m- was a a huge a huge player and a huge participant in the stop the steal movement because Donald Trump said that the election was being stolen and he needed people to help investigate. He needed people that were going to stand by him and work with him and do the due diligence and in investigating that was required. And Michael Watley was one of those people. There are people in the RNC. There are people in the Republican Party who understand the dangers and they understand the depths to which the, the Democrats will sink in order to secure power in this country for a, a, an extended period of time. And then there are those people that say, no, come on. All we need to do is fundraise and run some ads and get our messaging out there and we'll be okay. That, that ship has sailed. Ronna McDaniel was a let's get our messaging person out there. Let's do some fundraising. Let's do some more rallies. Let's buy some more ads and we'll be fine. It's not how elections are run anymore. Elections are run on the ground they're run on the Internet. They're run in the back rooms. They're run overnight. They're run with the poll watchers. They're run with l- the lawyers. Electioneering is now a its a dirty and despicable business. And unless you have someone who truly understands that and is willing to fight the way that the Democrats fight in order to win the way the Democrats win, you're not going to win. You're going to get trounced. So Donald Trump said Michael Watley's the guy. In a not at all surprising news uh, turn of events, he also said... I would like to nominate for co-chair of the Republican National Committee, my daughter-in-law and friend of the Mark K show, Laura Trump. Laura Trump, wife of Eric, who at one point in her life was considering a run for Senate, guess where, in the state of North Carolina. She was she was planning a Senate run in North Carolina with the help of Michael Watley. Now he says this is the dream team. You bring in Michael Watley as the RNC chair. You bring in Laura Trump as co-chair. You have two people that know how to win elections, know how to turn purple states red, know what the Democrats are up to, know how to stop the steal. And oh, yes, are loyal to me, because just like we said on the Instagram post that we just shared with you, you must make sure that you are stacking the deck when you're playing with people who cheat at cards, it's the only way to win. And Donald Trump learned this very slowly. After his first turn in office, he realized that you've got to stack that deck. You need people who are loyal to you. Because if they're not loyal to you, they are disloyal to you. And if they're disloyal to you, they ain't no good. They are going to stop. They might as well be a member of the other party. And you could rest assured that this time around, Donald Trump has spent the last four years vetting out the people that will stick by him and support him and are like-minded and will do whatever it takes to make America great again. And he's also made a list of the people who he knows are going to stab him in the back. The people who he knows are only along for their own ride. The people who he knows are going to, you know, when the going gets tough, this person's going to go never Trump. The people that, that go whichever way the wind blows. People, I might point out, like Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell, who who go where, wherever the wind is blowing. If the wind is blowing for toward Trump, they are pointed right in that direction. And if the wind changes, whoo, they will turn their backs on the former president faster than you can say. Well, I don't know, Lindsey Graham. Uh, and so that's that's kind of what he's doing. So Laura Trump, who I, I mean, again is is more than he's. She's more than just the, the uh, daughter-in-law of the president. She's more than just Eric's wife. She has political uh, promise. She has uh, political prowess, and she's had a, a political career of her own, and she's exactly the kind of person that could help Michael Watley um, at the RNC so that Donald Trump can make sure he's surrounded by loyalists to not only get reelected, but also to make sure that when he is re-elected, he stacks his office. And he stacks his departments and he stacks every single administration and, and he, and he stacks the, the department of everywhere, the, to the DOJ, forget about it. You, you want to find somebody to run the DOJ who is not unlike anyone you've ever had. We don't need any more Jeff Sessions. We don't need any more Bill Burrs. No, Bill Bars. Bill Burrs, the comedian. We don't need him either. Cause his wife did the double barrel uh, bird yeah. flip yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at the, <laughs> at the fight. We don't need any of those folks. You need somebody who's solid, who's going to stand by you, and who's going to get your agenda accomplished in a very, very short period of time. 855. I mean, I like Bill Burr. He's a funny guy. <laughs> I just don't need him running the Department yeah. of Justice. He'd be horrible. Uh, Tina is in Ohio. Hi, Tina. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Good. How are you? I'm doing great, Tina. What's on your mind? What do you want to say today?
2: Uh, you had a list of three things, and I think you need to add a fourth thing. That people don't even think about, recognize, look up, or anything. It's how many times your actual person that you voted in actually votes.
0: How many times they actually uh, show up to vote?
2: To vote, yeah. Because like um, some of them only show up like thirty percent, and and you think they're voting in every every um, opportunity that they have, yeah. And then you go and look at their record,
0: and they haven't been there. Yeah, no, it's 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 ridiculous how. And they here's the other thing too: they have so much time off as it is. Man, you want yes. You want to look at a dream job, go look at the congressional calendar of when they're in Mm -hmm. session and when they're not in session. And fun fact even when they're in session, some days they're not in session. (laughs) Which is so they, they, it's true. Yeah. And they, and they have like a month off at a time. I mean, forget about it. I took off one day last week, one (laughs) day last week, and I got more complaints from inside Uh this building and outside, which I'm okay with. When they stop right, complaining right. that you're away, like that's when you have a problem. If they're like, yeah. "How dare you take off work?" then that's that's good. If they're like, "Oh, yeah. take off as much time as you want," you got you got serious issues. But you're but they are. It's a dream schedule. So you're right. The fact that anybody ever misses a vote in the Senate or the House of Representatives is uh, was a little disappointing. Eight five five. I I would add that, but I can't. I don't want to. I mean, I've gotten so many views on it. I don't want to go back and delete it. Maybe I'll do another one. Maybe yeah, I'll do that's like good.
5: Or you can just. Like, three, tack, tack on to it? It'll
0: be three more things. That's what you do.
5: I'll give you a whole list. It should be top right. ten. It's like they had Chicken Soup for the
0: Soul. Then there was a second helping of Chicken Soup for the yeah. Soul. Then there was even more. And there was Chicken Soup for the Soul to go. And we'll just keep going chicken and going. Chicken Soup for
5: the Soul for the family. That's exactly right.
0: Chicken Soup for the teacher's soul and the <laughs> Christian soul and all these other souls and yes. the shoe soul. And-
5: there was like a there was like a preteen girl one. I remember that.
0: Oh, really?
5: I read it. Did you?
0: <laughs> yeah. Did it help your soul? I guess so. I guess so, too. I was
5: very young. I think I was, like, maybe 11. <laughs> no, you seem like
0: you turned out okay. Yeah. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855 940 Listen, Tina, thank you so much for the call. We have to take another quick break. Don't go anywhere. More Mark K Show is on the way. Stay tuned. Hey show my name is Mark K eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number eight five five nine four zero six two seven five Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We uh, we really appreciate it, and uh, we hope you're enjoying. Uh, we hope you're enjoying the program so far. Coming up in just a little while, we're going to be doing something called the MAGA Match Game, which is ju- I mean, it's fantastic. It's really taken on a life of its own, and we have a special guest for the MAGA Match Game, uh, that being Donald Trump, former president of the United States. We used to just play with ourselves, but it's more it's more fun playing with with him. Why are you giving me those weird looks? I'm not. You're such a child
5: sometimes. I know I'm so
0: sorry. Like you're somebody's mother
5: now. I know. Whoa. I'm
0: just saying. That's weird. I'm you it is weird. And I say that all the time. I go, <laughs> "You know what's weird? Hannah is somebody's mother, which is bizarre." Uh, but you No, me. you're doing a great job. You're <laughs> yeah, he's going to you're going to be fine. I'm just saying. Maybe don't giggle when I say we I'm play. Sorry. I'm sorry.
5: I am still immature. I
0: <laughs> I'm admit it. Say we used to play with ourselves. <laughs> Because then you go know it's, on, on, it's also, fine. and I'm speaking from experience, because you know what's going to happen. One day your kid's going to get older, and you're going to go, and they're going to go, "Mommy, why is that funny?" And then you're going to have to either a tell them the truth, or b find a lie, find a lie, and
5: that's awful, and you don't want to lie to your kids.
0: Well, you don't want to lie to your kids. Yeah, I lie to my kids all the time.
5: What? No, you don't. My kids are amazing.
0: They're still amazing They're amazing Is it because you lie to your kids? I think it's because no. I lied to them I think if I just told them The God's honest truth Whenever they asked me a question uh, you know, And I didn't even think Is this something They need to know now Is this something They can wait to learn On their own That kind of stuff If I was just 100% honest With everybody all the time I don't think They, they would, would be have so out- different I'd be so different they, they might even be liberals
5: No, it's good that you have discretion
0: That's exactly right yeah. 855-940-MARK is our number 855-940-6275 It's like when they said Is it true that God loves everybody? And I said, absolutely I'm thinking to myself mm, I could think of a couple people What? I can think of a couple people No Come on, you don't think God's looking down at like Kamala Harris and going What, what was I thinking? No All right I guess that's where we differ. 855-9401. There's a quick break, but more K show next.
1: We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show.
2: You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving
1: it! This is the K Show.
0: This is the Markay Show. My name is Markay, 855-940-MARK is our number, 855 6275 Joe Biden,
2: bless his heart, he just talked about shrinkflation. I went into the grocery store last night and saw that every package had on it how many ounces are in the package.
0: Yeah, the, the, the thing about shrink, I got a lot of emails about the shrinkflation um, the conversation we had yesterday. A lot of people were confusing shrinkflation with shrinkage because they heard us say, you know, the packages are getting smaller and it's all uh yeah 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 they're similar but they but they're slightly different um and yeah you know, and it is uh, it is one thing that that Joe Biden is continuing to take credit for or he's continuing rather to blame everybody else for the problems that his administration should be claiming. They're the ones that have created this uh, terrible economic uh, downturn, this economic situation where we have no choice but to charge more for the things that we buy and consume. And, and uh, you know, small businesses are. there was an interview with a guy who owns a restaurant. We talked about this with the Big Mac, too. He, you know, he had a BLT on his menu that he had to almost double the price of. And people were like, this is the most expensive BLT I've ever had. And he said, look, I don't even, the bacon is more expensive. The L is more expensive. The T is more expensive. The bread is more expensive. The trucks are spending more on gas to get me the food here. And then all of a sudden, you've got this new minimum wage requirement where he lives. So all of a sudden, the waiters and the waitresses and the the sandwich makers in the back, they all have to get paid more money. And he doesn't have more money. So what he does is he says, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to charge twice as much for this BLT. And the money I I make on that BLT, I'm going to have to pay to... The waiter, the waitress, the sandwich maker, the trucker, the person who's making the bacon and the making the lettuce and the tomato and the mayonnaise and everything else. And uh, and he still doesn't walk away with a dime at the end of the day. So he's created a business where he's paying everybody else except for himself. And that's how businesses close. And then if his business closed because he's not making any money, then the waiter and the waitress and the sandwich maker and the trucker, they all go out of business as well. And then everyone else who's left in business, they charge more. It's this vicious cycle. And it's all thanks to Joe Biden. Uh, That's where we are today. That's the world that we live in. Um, And so when you look at when you couple that with every other issue that we have in this country, it seems like Joe Biden would be the one that you would want to replace and you would want to replace him with somebody who a has experience, which again, this is this is a unique time in our history. Only one other time in history has somebody run for president who has already held the job for four years. Most of the time, the person that runs for president either serves back-to-back terms or they just decide, okay, if this country doesn't want me, I don't want to do the job, and they go away peacefully. But Donald Trump has done the job for four years, wants to do the job for four more, and that experience has catapulted him above pretty much all other folk. It's catapulted him again above everyone else in his own party all everyone realizes it, except of course for Nikki Haley, and it's catapulted him above Joe Biden on a national scale. Because uh, if you look at the polls, especially in the swing states where the election will be won or lost, Donald Trump has a has a commanding lead, and this is this is with all. Of the legal battles that are still uh, raging on in the background, which, by the way, we should mention a couple of things. A uh, judge yesterday said that this whole Fannie Willis mess in in Fulton County, Georgia, this woman who hired a special counsel, paid him with county money and then went with him uh, on, on illustrious vacations because, you know, they doing it. And it was all paid for out uh, of the bonuses he got from the company that she hired. This whole thing is this whole thing is really I mean, this is not your typical fair when it comes to DAs and how they act, at least not in typical, maybe in Fulton County, but we're not really sure. Uh, And a judge in the election case has said they're going to move forward with a misconduct hearing saying that the DA's disqualification is possible if evidence warrants. Think about that. If the DA, DA Fannie Willis, if she is found to be inappropriately involved with the special counsel that she hired, if she's found to be uh, manipulating or misusing the funds of her office, of the taxpayers, and gaining from them, whether it be with direct payments or, or romantic vacations or whatever it happens to be, if that's happening, then she could be removed from the case and the charges could all be dropped. Disqual- this is disqualification. And it's not just Donald Trump. It's the other 18 people who were involved as well including Jenna Ellis, who already turned state's evidence against Donald Trump. Man, won't she feel like an idiot? This is uh, audio. Benny Johnson posted this audio yesterday. This is Nathan Wade, the lawyer hired by Fannie Willis to prosecute Trump, Uh, submitted two different sworn statements in separate courts about his inappropriate relationship with Willis. Listen to this.
4: Mr. Wade has filed other affidavits in his divorce case, which contradict this affidavit. His interrogatories, which were sworn and verified and filed in that case, said that he did not have a personal relationship, that there had been none. So we've got two declarations in two different courts, both sworn, both filed with the court, that say something completely different. Um His May, let's see, it was his um May 2023 affidavit, where he was asked if he had, and this was in 2023, Judge, so the state's response last last week said they had a relationship that began in 2022. In May of 2023, he filed in the Cobb County Superior Court um, a pleading that said specifically if he had had any relations with a person other than his spouse during the course of the marriage, um, you know, and and the typical things that are asked in a divorce case, um, and he responded, none. After we filed our motion in this case, he updated those and he pled privilege under the Fifth Amendment. So we've got a filing under oath by Mr. Wade in 2023 stating he didn't have a relationship. Then we've got a filing stating he did have one starting in 2022. And then once that came about, he fixes the incorrect affidavit that was filed back in
0: 2023. Man, you get all sorts of benefits when you're sleeping with the DA, don't you? You can go back and change your, you can basically rewrite history. That's exactly what he did. He changed history. He went back and rewrote it and said, look, this is actually what I meant to say. When you asked me if I was having a relationship with somebody other than my wife, I'm sorry, I said no. But what I really meant to say was yes, and it happens to be the DA in this case uh, against Donald Trump. And so you could, you know, if you dropped all the charges or if you disqualified her, that could probably, that might actually be probably a good thing. Here's the judge. This is the judge in the Fannie Willis case saying that, yeah, this could probably be a big problem for the state of Georgia, Fulton County, and Fannie Willis specifically looking at defendant Roman's motion, it alleges a personal relationship that resulted in a financial benefit to the district attorney. And that is no longer a matter of complete speculation. The state has admitted a relationship existed. And so what remains to be proven is the existence and extent of any financial benefit. Again, if there there even was one. So, because I think it's possible that the facts alleged by Uh, the defendant could result in disqualification, I think an evidentiary hearing must occur to establish the record on those core allegations. So just to emphasize, I think the issues at point here are whether a relationship existed. Mm. Isn't it amazing how all of these low moral characters, these people of who take advantage of the system, are the first ones to go out and attack Donald Trump and his cohorts? Isn't it amazing how all of these people who have so many skeletons dancing around in their closet are raising their bony little hands to say, me, me, I'll do it. I'll prosecute Donald Trump. I'm impervious to the law. I can do whatever I want, but he can't. And it's, it's remarkable how these things continually uh, come back. It seems to bite them. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Speaking of, uh, speaking of testimony, there's another issue uh, which could be problematic for the Democrats. It's the old issue of Hunter Biden. Remember Hunter Biden when he was supposed to come and testify? Or I'm sorry, he was supposed to come and do a, a closed-door hearing. He was subpoenaed by the House of Representatives. But instead of doing that, he said, no, heck no. I'm going to go and make a speech and then leave. And then later on, when they're having a public hearing to determine whether or not to subpoena me or hold me in contempt of Congress, I'm going to then show up with my camera crew, sit down in the front row. And when Marjorie Taylor Greene starts to speak, I'm going to make a big scene. I'm going to you remember all of that was big. I was big. drama. That was for the Hunter Biden reality TV show, uh, which I'm sure Netflix is uh, is bidding on right now. Well, uh, Tony Bobulinski who is, we know, one of Hunter Biden's business associates. He was uh, just deposed, I think it was today, it was transcribed before the Committee on Oversight and Accountability, uh, February 13th, 2024. He wrote, thank you for this opportunity to speak with you. I am happy that the American people will finally hear the facts and evidence that I have been trying to outline for over four years, all backed up and supported by emails, texts, documents, etc., He says, I am here today out of duty to God and country in a nonpartisan manner with only one party in mind, the party I served with honor and gratitude, the United States of America. And he goes on to talk about his donations, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. He says, for nearly four years, I have tried to tell the American people the truth about serious corruption at the very top of their government. In return, I have been falsely accused of being a purveyor of Russian disinformation and a political surrogate. My continuous efforts to inform the American people of the facts have been actively suppressed by both the United States government and the so-called, quote, mainstream media. Now, keep in mind, this is a sworn affidavit under oath in front of the House of Representatives transcribed as such into record. And he's now saying, not only have I tried to tell the truth, but it's been suppressed by everybody uh, from the top levels of the United States government and the mainstream media. I want to be crystal clear, he continues, from my direct personal experience and what I have subsequently come to learn. It is clear to me that Joe Biden was quote unquote the brand from China to Ukraine and elsewhere sold out to foreign actors who were seeking to gain influence and access to Joe Biden and the United States government. Joe Biden was more than a participant in and beneficiary of his family's business. He was an enabler despite being buffered by a complex scheme to maintain plausible deniability so here comes tony Bobulinski, and he rolls into congress and goes hey guess what everything you know, thought about joe biden is 100 percent accurate he wasn't just the brand but he enabled the whole thing he was the mastermind behind it all and he built up this complex web of protection with these shell corporations and family members funneling money and this that and the other and 10 percent to the big guy and he did all of that to protect himself uh, so that he could have uh he could have um plausible deniability The only reason, he writes or says, any of these international business transactions took place with tens of millions of dollars flowing directly to the Biden family was because Joe Biden was in high office. Hunter was also in high office, but it was a different kind of high. Uh, The Biden family business was Joe Biden, period. Other key players have made this point clear as well. Hunter Biden himself has adamantly stated it in a variety of communications, as did another Biden family business associate, Devin Archer, in his testimony last year. Foreign nationals on the other side of these transactions, including from China, Ukraine, and Romania, have also explained how and why these transactions took place. Once again, I would call that extensive evidence and then he goes through in-depth testimony about specific transactions and how joe biden knew of the transactions was aware of the transactions in many instances had approved the transactions, um, I sit here before two of the premier committees of Congress, oversight judiciary, he uh, he says at the end, I implore each and every one of you to remove your partisan hats today and focus on one party, the United States of America. I hope your focus will be on a thorough and extensive answering and investigation and exposure of all the facts and evidence, so on and so forth, yada, yada, yada. That was in his opening uh, his opening statement today in front of the House of Representatives business associates involved with Hunter Biden saying Joe Biden was the only product that they were selling. Joe Biden was the only product that anyone knew was buying. And Joe Biden knew about the entire business. In fact, he was a, a, key, perp, uh, he was a key perpetrator of every single scam that came through Biden Inc. eight five five nine four zero 940 mark is our number. 855-940-6275. Listen, we got to take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we're lining up for a MAGA match game coming up here in just a minute. We have President Donald Trump with the help of a little AI or KI, as we like to call it, because <laughs> branding, look, branding, it worked for Joe Biden you gotta wait. If, if Joe Biden's the brand there, then Mark K's the brand over here. So we've got a little KI that's going to help us out with our MAGA match game coming up here in just a minute. And we have some Mark K Show prize packs, too, which you can win uh eight five five nine four oh mark We're going to do that in just a second. Don't go anywhere, folks. More Mark K Show is coming up right after this. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thank you so much for joining us today, folks. We uh we definitely appreciate it. It's it, Look, there's a, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of shenanigans which are coming out right at... It's really interesting to me how all of these things are kind of falling apart for the Democrats at the same time. When you look at what's going on with the Supreme Court, and remember, we're still awaiting that Supreme Court decision as to whether or not Donald Trump can remain on the ballot in Colorado and also... In every other state, and we believe based on the testimony or we believe based on the questions and the answers that were given during the uh, during the live hearing, we believe that that's going to come back in favor of I say Donald Trump, but really in favor of the U.S. Constitution and all of the citizens uh, governed thereof. Also, we have the this new um, situation happening in the Supreme Court where Donald Trump is asking them to look at the decision. Uh, because there, look, there was a decision that where that Donald Trump could not uh, act under immunity um, from criminal prosecution. And Donald Trump has now asked the Supreme Court to extend a delay in that election case claiming presidential immunity. He, uh, he said that uh, the attorneys on Monday afternoon yesterday filed an emergency appeal with the Supreme Court just days after a D.C. appeals court ruled the former president did not have immunity uh, from prosecution in the case. The request for temporary relief to stay or block the appeals court mandate from taking effect would give the Trump legal team more time to file an appeal to the Supreme Court on the merits of whether a former president deserves immunity from criminal prosecution for actions well In office. So it looks like there's more Donald Trump cases headed toward the Supreme Court. Ain't they thrilled? 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Coming up, speaking of Donald Trump, he's going to be joining us here, sort of, for MAGA Match Game. If you would like to play, give us a buzz, 855-940-MARK is the number, 855-940-MARK. We need two, count them, two contestants right now. We'll do it right after this on the Mark Show.
1: We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show.
0: You make bad
2: news sound good, Mark K for three hours a day.
0: LOVING IT!
1: This is the Marque Show.
0: 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. We are we are just a minute or two away from the MAGA match game. Before we get to that, though, yesterday I mentioned that we were uh, probably, by the end of the day yesterday, going to sell out of our first 1,000 copies of autographed uh, Go Trump Yourself books. Our new book is called Go Trump Yourself, 10 Ways to Live Like Trump in a Joe Biden Economy. And I and I said, look, we're going to just autograph the first 1,000, no matter what. The first 1,000 books out the door, you get you get a, a signed copy. And I checked yesterday; we only had like 100 and some odd left. I did not check this morning. I was very busy. There was all this commotion going on this morning. I did not have a time to time to check, so I can't verify that we actually sold out of the books. So I'm taking a chance here by saying there may be a handful of autographed copies left. I don't know. But if you get one today, we'll go ahead and make, this will be like the drop dead date. So even if we are over the 1,000, we'll still honor it today. If you haven't yet gotten your autographed copy, but that's it. Midnight tonight, we done. No more autographed copies of Go Trump Yourself, 10 Ways to Live Like Trump in a Joe Biden Economy. It's easy to find. Go to Go trumpyourself.com. Henny, you should post that in the chat. Okay, Okay. good. I 8- posted 5-5. something
5: else just now, but I'll post that one. Oh, yeah, that would have been...
0: It would be good to post that. That's all right. That's, either way, we'll figure it out. And speaking, ladies and gentlemen, of Donald Trump, are you ready for some MAGA match game? Yeah. Here we go. That's right. I'm still... I'm still, we're still working. I got Adam working on getting me one of those long, you know, game show, 70s game show microphones to go along with this, uh, <laughs> with the whole look of the game. But anyway, we'll, we'll, it's an audio medium, so it doesn't really matter too much. All right. Uh, the way this game works is very simple. We have a couple contestants on the line. And in fact, to prove that point, let's meet him, shall we? Let's do it. First up is Kim in Ponte Vedra Beach. Hey, Kim, how, how are you today? Woohoo!
2: Good. Oh,
0: Kim, you sound very excited. Are you ready to play some MAGA match game?
2: prize pack can we play for
0: a book you did what so trump yourself can
5: we play for a book
0: no we're not we're not doing any of those tradies things anymore Uh -uh. i'm sorry i've learned my my lesson with that kim let me ask you a question are you on a bluetooth device or some kind of speaker phone
5: yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah see we're gonna need you to pop off of (laughs) that
5: she's like
0: well, because, Maybe. I know, because I know what happens because <laughs> they answer the phone and Adam says, hey, please remove your speakerphone or your Bluetooth. And they go, OK. Then we put them on hold. They go right back to it. Is,
2: is that, that better?
7: Is that, oh,
0: that's way oh better. Gosh, yes. Now you sound amazing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> great. Woo! Right. Uh, Kim, you're going to be playing against Ryan today. Ryan's in Jacksonville, Florida. Hi, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing great. Oh, good. Ryan, you're not on a Bluetooth or a speakerphone, are you? No, sir. Yeah, I can tell you sound nice and clear. Uh <laughs> all right, here we go, Don. Uh I'm sorry, here we go, Kim. Here we go, Ryan. Here's how this game works. We have two MAGA match game celebrities that you're gonna try to match your answers with. The first, all the way from the other side of the studio. Give it up for Hannah Guile. <laughs> And ladies and gentlemen, always a treat. Joining us from the campaign trail, from Mar-a-Lago, from right outside some courtroom somewhere, uh, former President Donald Trump. Now,
3: hello, Mark. Thank you for having me back on your show. It's always such a joy oh, yeah. and pleasure to be here. Not like some of those other shows who constantly <laughs> lie about me. Yeah, they lie about Trump to get ratings, but it backfires. It fails miserably. Their ratings are horrible, but not yours. No. Yours are great.
0: That is true. Yeah. We <laughs> Uh, thank you, President Trump, for being here. We really uh, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy schedule. Before we begin, I'd like to tell you a joke if you have time. Oh, yeah, I think, oh, I'm, <laughs> there's always time for, yeah, we, you guys want to hear a joke real quick from yeah, President Trump? absolutely. Yes, Kim, Ryan, all right. Uh, take it away. Yes. What, do you, what, what do you got for us, uh, President Trump? What do the moon and Joe Biden's teeth have in common? What do the moon and Joe Biden's teeth have in common?
3: Hmm. I don't know,
0: what? They both come out at night. <laughs> all right. Very oh, really good. That I love it. So good. A little geriatric humor. I like that. All right, uh, Kim Ryan. Ryan Kim. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna read you these. Uh, we're gonna read you these little these little sentences one at a time. We're gonna leave out a blank, and your job is to try to match up with as many of our MAGA Match Game celebrities as you possibly can. You'll get a point for each correct match, and whoever has the most points at the end of the game gets a Mark K Show prize pack. Kim. Which is- there you go. All right. Yeah, Kim,
2: okay,
0: <laughs> go. uh, we're going to start with you. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Now, remember, don't yell out your answer because we need our Mega Match Game celebrities to write down there. It takes them a little time to scribble. Um, here's your first one. Hannah, are you ready? I'm ready. President Trump, are you also ready today? I am ready. All All right. Right, let's go. <laughs> All right, let's go. Here we go. Joe Biden is such a, se- a sellout to China. How much he is a sell- such a sellout he loves
3: Chinese money. That's why we call him China Joe. We call him China Joe. That's what we call
0: him. I'm sorry, Hannah, you were on maternity leave. You didn't get the memo.
5: Do I not have to do this anymore?
0: President Trump has deemed that he would like to <laughs> do the answer. <laughs> By all
5: means. <laughs> yes, sir,
0: that's so sorry. Can, President ne-
5: Trump, take time, it away.
0: Next time you can... Anyway, he's such a sellout to China that he recently agreed to let them buy his blank. Don't say anything yet, Kim. Joe Biden is such a sellout to China. He's such a sellout that he recently agreed to let them buy his blank. Hannah's having a little trouble with her marker. Oh, looks like she's got it. Looks like she's got it going. Uh, President Trump is all ready. All right, uh, Kim. We go back to you. Joe Biden is such a sellout to China. He recently agreed to let them buy his blank. What do you think?
1: Oh my goodness surveillance balloon (laughs) i don't know (laughs) that's a good
0: the codes which pick one which one surveillance balloons nuclear codes what do you want um do the codes i guess the codes all right hannah what did you say
5: uh nice garage corvette full of docs
0: oh yeah garage and corvette full of documents that's a good one that's a good one president trump uh joe biden's such a sellout he just let china buy what
3: election He let them buy the election for him in 2020. It was the biggest scam in American history. Yeah,
0: I know, it sure was. So okay, listen. No matches, but that was just the first round. Ken, there's plenty of time to come back and win this thing. Uh, Ryan, are you ready for your first one?
2: I'm ready to go.
0: Here we go. Listen carefully. Jill Biden is such
3: a horrible wife. She is a horrible wife, just horrible. Who would do that to their husband? Mm. Melania would never do that. She's such a beautiful wife and a wonderful mother. And Melania is the best first lady this country has ever had. Yeah.
0: everyone says so. Oh, everyone does. Everyone. Uh, <laughs> but Jill Biden's not. Jill Biden's a horrible wife. Not only does she let the Democrats take advantage of her poor, demented husband, but she hasn't blanked him in over three years. <laughs> Ryan, don't, <laughs> no, Ryan, don't answer yet. We need President Trump to write down his answer. Hannah hasn't even started writing yet. She's trying to, she's trying to, <laughs> she's trying to censor herself. All right, uh, President. <laughs> President Trump, are you done? Are you ready?
3: Yes, I am.
0: Okay, Hannah, are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, we go back to you, Ryan. Uh, Jill Biden is such a horrible wife. Not only does she let the Democrats take advantage of her poor, demented husband, but she hasn't blanked him in over three years. What do you think? Well, I'm going to try to keep this PG-13 hmm. uh, and say kiss him. Kissed him. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Hannah, what did you write down?
5: Um, Sexed. <laughs>
0: So much for keeping it PG thirteen. Yeah. Hey, yeah. right, they're married. <laughs> it's I, I was going to okay. say that, but I was like, no, nah, we can't do that. Uh, I see. I wouldn't have said that because I said it was three years. That is way longer than three years since they. You're pro-
5: probably like fifty, yeah. right? Uh, president <laughs> Trump,
3: uh, what did you say? I changed him. She hasn't changed his poopy diaper in years. She said, get someone else to do it. I'm not touching those disgusting diapers
0: anymore. Yeah, was, <laughs> she hasn't changed him in over three years. <laughs> Your president now, you can have somebody else do it. That Jean-Pierre woman can do it. Jack, was it Kirby? John, I don't care. I'm not doing it. It's disgusting. <laughs> Have it Hunter depends, do it, it for you. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right. <laughs> it depends. Very nice. Uh, oh, all right. Good. Kim, back to you. It's all tied up. Are you ready for your next one? Okay, doke. All right. Here we go. Vladimir Zelensky is so cheap. He is a cheap guy.
3: The cheapest. But why shouldn't he be? He gets Joe to pay for everything. He doesn't need to spend a
0: dime. That's true. Uh, (laughs) He's so cheap and shameless that last week he asked Congress to send him $500 so he could buy his wife a blank. That's Zelensky character over in Ukraine. He's so cheap, so shameless. He uh, last week asked Congress to send him $500 so he could buy his wife a blank. President Trump is writing something down diligently. Hannah's scraping. She's scratching something out and writing something else down. Hannah, are you all ready? I'm ready. President Trump?
3: I have never been more ready for anything in my
0: life. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Very good. What? <laughs> wow, that's exciting. Kim, what do you think? Uh, Vladimir Zelensky is so cheap. Last week, he asked Congress to send him $500 so he could buy his wife a blank. Well, I don't know. A flight to France. A flight I don't to France. Know. You don't sound so... That's a good one. That's a good one. Hannah, what did you write down?
5: A new purse.
0: A new purse. Yeah. To keep all that money they're getting from Congress. 100%. Here's a $500 purse to keep the $61 billion in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That's a good Bigger one. than $100 bills. Yeah, no uh, no match <laughs> there. But, uh, but, I mean, President Trump, what did you say? $500, uh, Zelensky asked Congress for so he could buy his wife what?
3: Tattoo, a big tattoo on her back, uh, right oh, above my. her waistline. I think they call it a tramp stamp. Yeah. Whoa. He bought her a tattoo. That says "paid for by the United States of America." <laughs>
0: yes, that's very, that's very, wow, was very good. That was very good. All right, uh, Ryan. Yes, sir. We can get, <laughs> we can get you on the board here. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, listen carefully. Han, are you ready? Yeah. Uh, President Trump, you ready? I am ready. Let's go. Right, here we go. Uh, Let's <laughs> <that's> Travis. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is so angry.
5: How angry? I'm. I, I forgot. No, go ahead. How angry is he?
0: How angry is he? He is angry. I
3: saw what he did to that coach. Very angry. Probably all of the boosters he got from Fauci. (laughs) Yeah, probably.
0: Um, Travis Kelsey's is so angry. Not only did he body check his coach, Andy Reid, during the Super Bowl, but later on, he blanked a fan who asked Taylor for an autograph. Hmm. Travis Kelsey's so angry. Not only did he body check his coach, Andy Reid, during the Super Bowl, but later on he blanked a fan who asked Taylor for an autograph. Hannah, are you done? I'm ready. All right, President Trump looks like he's ready too. Yes, I am. Ryan, uh, what do you think? What fills in that blank? Travis Kelsey's so angry. He body checked his coach, and then he blanked a fan who was asking Taylor for an autograph. He hit the fan. He hit the fan. Like the... Like the yeah, poop, yeah, because <laughs> the poop hits the fan. <laughs> uh, what uh, What did you say, Hannah?
5: I said punched.
0: Punched. That's like hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly like it. Uh, that's exactly like hit. Uh, President Trump. What did you say? Tackled
3: him. He tackled the fan <laughs> who just wanted an autograph from Taylor. She said, "Please, Taylor, will you sign this?" And he tackled her to the ground.
0: Yeah. So there. Violent. So that's, uh, you know, the football players, you get in that mentality. Ryan, you got yourself a match with Hannah. Nicely done. You're in the lead. Kim, are you ready? I guess. All right. Here we go. No, this is going to be a good one. I, I feel confident about this one. This one's going to be a good one. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Here we go. Women. You're a woman, so this will be an easy one for you. Women are so hot for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Hannah, you want to do the honors?
5: How hot are they for Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? Very good.
0: They're so hot for him that his campaign has started selling calendars that feature a dozen different images of him blanking on the beach. Women are so hot for RFK Jr. They're so hot for him that his campaign has started selling calendars that feature a dozen different images of him blanking on the beach.
1: Working out.
0: Oh, Hannah, Hannah, are you done? I mean, oh, sorry. Uh, that's all right. No, Hannah's done.
5: I was going to add one more word, but it's fine. Okay.
0: All right. Hannah, what did you write down?
5: Working out. Wow, look at that.
0: That's amazing. I was going to
5: put shirtless.
0: You are going shirtless. shirtless but... Oh, well, I'm sorry. That wouldn't have been a match. Then.
5: That would have been a match. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Good job. Working out almost verbatim. You got it. That's right. Uh, working out on the beach. Uh, President Trump, what did you say? Uh, women are so hot for RFK that his campaign's releasing a calendar. Twelve images of him doing this on the beach. Losing.
3: He's losing on the beach. He's going to lose on the beach and in the mountains and in the cities. He's going to lose to Trump. And all the women will say, look at the hot, hot loser. Yeah, that's,
0: <laughs> that's not a match, but that was very. Right. He's going to be losing on the beach. Look at that loser losing. Oh, it's at May losing. June losing. July, guess what he's doing? Losing in a red, white, and blue Speedo. On the mountains, losing. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right, so it's all tied up. Ryan, we have one more for you. If you get even a single match, you win. Are you ready?
2: All
0: right. I am ready. All right, here we go. Listen carefully. Uh, see if you can match up with our, our MAGA Match Game celebrities. Governor Greg Abbott from Texas loves Razor Wire so much.
3: Who doesn't love Razor Wire? It's so effective. <laughs> Against illegal immigration. That's what
0: i I get razor wire in my house. I don't have I any illegal aliens uh, coming in. All right, uh, Greg. I but loves razor wire so much. After he's done putting it along the Mexican border, he plans to use whatever is left to secure his blank. Don't say anything yet, Ryan. Hannah's staring with her glossy eyes into space, trying to figure something out. President Trump is uh, looks like he's having Barron write something down for him on a little pad of paper. Uh, President Trump, are you ready?
3: Yes, I am.
0: Hannah, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, good. Ryan, here we go. Uh, This is for the whole kit and the caboodle. Greg Abbott loves razor wire so much. After he's done putting it along the Mexican border, he plans to use whatever is left over to secure his blank. His house. His house. His house. Hannah, what did you write down?
5: I said, his whole state.
0: His whole state. The whole state of Texas. Just screw you, Oklahoma.
5: <laughs> he said, I don't want nobody there. <laughs> hey, no, you, you,
0: te, you're, you ain't Texan, you ain't welcome. That is, uh, that, is a, that is. a good guess. <laughs> President Trump, what did you say? His
3: wheelchair. He's going to use it to secure his wheelchair. <laughs> if anyone tries to come near him, they will get a big surprise. They got a
0: big surprise trying to come near Greg Abbott's wheelchair. <laughs> He's going to go all like Mad Max on that thing. Oh, no. that. You know, it's tricky, though, putting razor wire on a wheelchair because you don't want to get a flat tire either.
5: Yeah. He needs to put those spikes on the wheel.
0: Listen, no matches, which means uh, with a score of one to one, congratulations. <laughs> you know what that means, Kim? Oh, no. I'll take Don. No, you, you both get prize packs. That's what I was going to what I, was oh. gonna, I, was gonna, oh.
1: I thought you were flipping the coin.
0: Oh, no, we're not. Don't remind him. Oh, I mean, I could, I could, I could, I could, no, the coin's done. I don't know if you heard about this, but Ron DeSantis dropped out. There's no more. Now, listen, congratulations to both of you guys. You did a fantastic job. You both get Mark Cascio Prize back. Hannah, congratulations to you. President Trump, thank you
3: so much. Thank you, Mark. What a great time this was. What a great show. If your show were a country, I would say it was this country. Yeah. Although with Joe Biden, this country is not so great. That's why we have to vote for Trump. Vote Trump so we can make America and your show great again. Hmm.
0: Uh, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> quick, quick, quick break, folks. More Mark K. Show on the way right after this. Hey, this is the Mark K. Show. My name is Markay, 855-940-MARK is our number. Oh, no, I lost a pedal. Oh no. I'm going to put it in my uh, I'm going to put it in my pocket like George okay, Bailey. Okay, Zuzu. Yeah. Uh, no, we got we got these beautiful flowers from Jacksonville Flower Market and they bring them by every year and they decorate our studio with flowers because they know that A people will see them and B will probably talk about them. So, good marketing on their part. Yeah. Uh, but they brought but there's flowers. Here. Where are your flowers? Oh, there they are. And Adam walked in the studio. And he goes, wow, those flowers smell amazing. They
5: smell so good. And
0: I go, well, there's so many of them. <laughs> it's, like, it's like we're in the Garden of Eden. Uh, there's, so <laughs> many, there's so many There's so flowers. But keep in mind, reminder that tomorrow is Valentine's Day. It is. In fact, a friend of mine is in Europe. Did I tell you this? You did. Yeah, he's in Europe. <laughs> he's in Paris for his birthday. And he took his girlfriend slash, I don't think they're engaged. I think they should be, but they're not. One of those. Oh, one of those. You know, yeah. like it's been forever, and everyone's like, "What's wrong with you?" Um, but he took his girlfriend, and I said, "Don't for." Oh, I said, "Oh, that'll be great. You're gonna be in Paris for Valentine's Day." And he goes, "Oh crap! Thanks for reminding me." <laughs> And I was like, well, you're in Paris. There's no better gift you could give. Yeah. Except maybe some flowers from the Jacksonville flower market. There you go. Yeah. Uh, 855-940-MARK. We'll be right back.
1: We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel
2: like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. <laughs> Loving
1: it! This is the Mark K Show.
0: This is the Markay Show. My name is Markay, K 9 mark is our number. You know, it's rare that I play more than once a song that isn't either written and performed by me or about me, but this one's so good. It's your boy, Big Tucker. It's your boy, Trump the Dug. Trump the Dub. Trump
3: the Hey. Hey. Hey.
2: Ayo, hey. How, how did I get in the yeah, studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Everyone say Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia. Fake news, no wonder no one trusts ya. The United Nation filled with suckers. The only journalist I trust is Tucker. Everyone saying Russia, Russia, Russia. Fake news, no wonder no one trusts ya. The United Nation filled with suckers. The only journalist I trust is Tucker.
1: They tried to stop me from interviewing Putin. The whole world lost their damn mind in the proven The land of the free just not speech, just confuse it. Pull up on Big T, you know that I'm shooting. I'm just a journalist, getting to the truth. CNN and Fox are dead. No one cares about the news. Legacy media doesn't appeal to the youth. These politicians don't give a damn about me or you. Yeah. George Stephanopoulos and Barbara Walters interviewed Putin, and so did other reporters. But as soon as Tucker goes to Kremlin, quick, call the lawyers. Apparently, I disrupt the whole New World Order. Protecting Ukraine before our own southern border. Start another foreign war so they can money launder. They want me to apologize, but I'm not sorry. The left is just mad yeah, me yeah. and Putin
3: did karate. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone saying Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia, Russia. Fake news, no wonder no one trusts yeah. The United Nations filled with suckers. The only journalist I trust it's is Tucker. Tucker. Everyone saying Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia, Russia. Fake news, no
0: wonder no one trusts yeah. The United Nations, filled with suckers. The only journalist I trust is Tucker. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the Biden thing later. We got, we got actually eight five five nine four zero mark is our number 855-940-6275. There was a story about uh, immigrants that I wanted to share because there's this woman who took in a bunch of Haitian immigrants, and they interviewed her on the news, and she said something which I'm going to be honest with you, a little troubling to me, a little concerning, and I think, uh, I think a little racist. Uh, I, I may be the only one that feels that way. We'll play that in just a minute. First, though, I came across a headline moments ago, Hannah, about votive candles. Do you know what a votive candle is? I don't. Uh, in the Catholic Church, they have votive candles. They come in different shapes and sizes. Oh.
5: It's the ones with the glass. It's and a big, then tall is it, glass. Is there usually like Virgin Mary? There's usually behind.
0: a Virgin Mary. It's like a, a plastic sticker. I guess they used to be hand-painted on there, but nowadays, you know, they wrap them in plastic. Yeah. Probably from China. And, uh, and you light the candle, and if you have an altar at your home or if you have a, you know, like a, a, a what do you call it, a little um, shrine? shrine to the Virgin okay. Mary, whatever, you can light the votive candles. They have them in churches and that kind of thing. Well, there's a store in Wisconsin that is under fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because... They created Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey votive candles. Oh. People are now calling, them, uh, calling it a sacrilege. A small business in Wisconsin is suffering blowback and being accused of sacrilege after offering religious-style votive candles featuring images of Kansas City Chief star Travis Kelsey and his pop star girlfriend Taylor Swift. Mixed bag, M-K-E, A small store in Whitefish Bay decided to join the hype for the 2024 Super Bowl by selling its votive candles featuring the pop culture personalities for its Swifty Super Bowl Eve party on February 10th. The candles did not sit well with local residents who called the religious like candles to be an insult to Jesus and Mary. The images that usually appear on such candles, uh, advocates called the candles blasphemy and sacrilege. The business jumped to its Facebook page and posted some emails and communications they got from upset customers. I just learned of your disgusting celebrity prayer candles depicting immoral celebrities instead of our Lord Jesus Christ and his Holy Mother. How low can you go? Somebody wrote. I think I got that same email once, by the way. Uh, Please stop selling the blasphemous candles with celebrities. I truly take offense by mocking my faith. Another upset customer read, if you're part of this group, the business owners wrote of those complaining and you see this, please know you aren't changing anything by this harassment. I will still sell these candles and I don't care if you think it's sacrilegious. So they're throwing down the gauntlet or the votive, I guess, in this case. Um, So I know just there was a photo of them. Right. There's a photo yeah. there and it shows a couple that there's a Taylor Swift candle and there's a Travis Kelsey and he's holding the lamb, uh-huh. you know, because I typically he holds Yikes. a pigskin, but he's holding the lamb with this. And a little it's you know, as a Catholic, I would say I definitely see the side of the of the Sacri not the most sacrilegious candles I've seen, because you know what I did, Hannah? What? I googled Taylor Swift, Kelsey votive candles and man. So many interesting things popped up. Oh wow! There are votive yeah. candles with Taylor Swift dressed as the Virgin Mary holding an actual cross. There is one of <laughs> Taylor Swift from her Reputation tour, and I don't know if you've seen the outfits she's worn there, uh, but they're not very, they're not very demure or pure. There's a set of six candles called the Saints of Vanderpump Rules Prayer Candle Set, and that one features. Uh, religious images of all, all the, uh, of all the Vanderpump rules. You know, Lala is there, you know, Tom, Tom, um, all of, I don't know.
5: I don't know all these those people, are the but. Ones.
0: Uh, this is funny. You'll like this one. The S-C-H-I-T-T-S Creek Celebrity Prayer Candle Set. It's a very are you popular... saying because I like that show? You like that show.
5: I do, but I, I still think.
0: It has Moira, Johnny, David, and Alexis on votive prayer candles. There, apparently this has been going on for a long time. I There's still feel like of, this is
5: sacrilege. hundred
0: percent, it is. hundred percent, it is. Uh, but just so you know, this is—it's not just Taylor and Kelsey. It's—it's uh, it's been going on with a lot of different celebrities and a lot of different shows. But because it's Taylor Swift, I believe that it's—it's been—it's been, it's been now um it, it promoted more, and I think a lot of people now are realizing just the kind of marketing that's out there. I'm a little shocked as to why Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey aren't upset about this because. They clearly are into merchandising their own images. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if this company's gotten a cease and desist order, but definitely, uh, definitely, I believe that that's probably on the way. Uh, it also, it remind me never to, oh, there's a <laughs> there's a Reva McIntyre votive candle and a St. Timothy Charlemagne, which, by the way, <laughs> that guy just looks like he's out of the Bible. I can't. I mean, with his features and his hair and everything else.
5: Where are you- Finding these votive candles
0: on the internet, Hannah, well, where you can find the Britney Spears celebrity prayer candle.
5: I feel like this is a little idolat like <laughs> idolatrist. Is that
0: <laughs> B- Betty White has her own prayer, prayer candle? I mean, look to be honest, if anyone is a saint on earth,
5: I mean, it was uh, her.
0: It was yeah. She's I guess now. Well, now she could be a saint because that's one of the prerequisites. Right, you can't be living. And then isn't
5: there like a whole in- investigation and stuff like?
0: Into what? Betty White being a saint?
5: Not Betty White, but like anyone. Oh, Isn't yeah. There's a, whole,
0: there's a whole, yeah, you and have like, to be, or that's a whole, once you die, there have then they have to bring evidence of miracles that happened right. during your, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Yeah. 855-940-MARK is our number. I never have to worry about that. 855-940-6275. <laughs> oh, also, this is another question. Do you know how, because look, and the only reason we talk about Taylor Swift on the show is because she's now become not just a mainstream stream figure, but a mainstream political figure. There have been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of backroom chatter and a lot of rumors about Taylor Swift aiding the Biden campaign in their plot to run Joe Biden a second time and have him win. And with all of the bad things going on with the dementia, with the the uh, report from the special prosecutor saying that he's this he's this well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, all of these things that are just the the horrible poll numbers, um, Kamala Harris, everything that they've got going against him. Donald Trump becoming uber popular. They're looking to someone like Taylor Swift to lift them out of the doldrums get up on stage and say you know what i love writing songs about all the men who have heard me and voting for joe biden and then all the swifties bracelets will start blinking you know joe and kamala 2024 i don't know they'll, they'll figure something out uh, but that's a that's a major concern for a lot of republican political strategists because they believe that taylor swift could sway the election one way or the other and one of the big things that's happening soon is as the winners of the super bowl the Kansas City Chiefs will be invited to the White House. tradition. Whenever there's a big winner, whether it's the NBA championship or the, the one with the hockey um, Stanley Cup, which is not the thing that women in the suburbs drink out of. It's a big metal <laughs> cup that they give to the best hockey team every year. Uh, the Stanley Cup, all that kind of stuff. So they, they invite the team to the White House. And now the big question is, if the Chiefs go or when the Chiefs go, will Taylor Swift be with them? And I would have to think that yes, because not only is she Travis Kelsey's boyfriend, but we know she's a political operative for the Biden part, uh, Biden campaign, and the Democrat Party. So it would just make sense. It would just, I think she has a path. I think she has her own path. I think she can just the scan. White in. House? Yeah, yeah. Probably. I'd be. Sh- I'm a little shocked that at this point she doesn't have Secret Service protection. Aren't you? I mean, doesn't it just go to show? Would yeah. you think that Taylor Swift at this point, moving forward, would have? You'd would think have so. I mean, Secret like. Service? protection yeah yeah no 855-940-MARK is our number 855-940-6275 all right ladies and gentlemen I want to play this little thing for you this is a uh, this is from the Boston area you know in Massachusetts Massachusetts is one of the most liberal places in the country Boston one of the most liberal spots Boston is the city that has the Asian woman who's the mayor who tried to throw a no whites Christmas party remember that minorities only and that was a big you were on maternity leave
5: I didn't hear about that. That's oh, yeah. crazy. Mayor of
0: Boston, she got in a little bit of hot water, not too much, um, but a little bit of hot water because she had a, a a diversified Christmas party. It was a non-white Christmas. No whites that worked for the city were allowed to attend. It was a minority-only party. And people pointed out that may be, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Racist. AF. Wow. Um, well, it, it continues. This is a report about a woman in Boston because a lot of places in in Massachusetts the municipalities they're trying to fight the homeless problem by asking for good-natured suburban folk to volunteer their homes and their spare rooms and their pool houses and the apartment above their garages whatever space they have they want these folks to now volunteer to take in families like their strays Until they can find a place of their own or go through the system or God knows whatever else uh, they can do. And a lot of folks have said, you know, is this I don't really think that this is safe to have to have illegal immigrants who've already broken the law coming here who you don't know who they are. They've been vetted. You don't know where they're from. We don't know if they're members of a cartel. We don't know what they're what they're they're trying to do Um, invited into people's homes, especially those people have children. And there's this one woman and I don't know her story. All I know is she's white. And she's being interviewed because she brought a Haitian family into her home. Looks like a man, a woman, and their daughter. And she's talking about how great it is and how the daughter wakes up and she's so excited and everyone's happy and smiling. And that's all well and good. And it's very Christian of her to do so. But there was this one part in the interview, and it struck me as maybe a little... I don't know. I'll play it for you. You can see if you can hear it. Here it is. Here's her being interviewed by this reporter from NBC 10 in Boston about the lovely Haitian family she adopted and brought into her home.
6: It's really fun having them. What I realized is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them. Lisa says she feels like she has her
5: own personal chef, as Wildande loves cooking. Okay. Yo. So,
0: <laughs> so. Just it was, be my
5: servant. So like, okay, good. So it wasn't. It's not
0: just me. That's because that, the first thing I thought was, oh, this woman's looking for somebody to cook and clean up after her. Unpaid labor. I'm like thinking, didn't we get rid of that in this country a long, long time ago? She's thinking, you know what? She's it's a so lovely woman. It's so nice. I love having them here. They're so cheerful. She's such a delicious cook and she cleans up and does all of my chores and she vacuums and
5: I just sit back and relax. I've had her
0: husband repainting the fence and anytime something breaks he comes and fixes it and it's just it's just been so helpful. It's
6: really fun having them. What I realized is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them.
0: Lisa says she feels like she has her own
6: personal chef, as Wildande loves cooking.
0: There's so much prejudice against these people. Don't people realize how many tasks they can accomplish for you and all you have to do is let them live in your house rent-free? It's truly, It's truly a win-win. And there and the the shocking thing to me is not just that she told that to the reporter, but that the reporter put it on television like it was totally a normal thing to do.
5: Yeah, she she wrote it in, in yeah. her
0: voiceover. Is that really is that really a a good samaritan or is that somebody who's just an enterprising, you know, woman going, "Hmm, I cook like crap. Here's some Haitian people that need a place to stay." Stay. You know what? I bet I could I bet I I, I see an angle here.
6: That's wild. It's really fun having them. What I realized is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them. Lisa says she feels like she has her own personal chef, as Woldande loves cooking.
0: Mm. What happens if Woldande stops cooking one day? <laughs> Does she still get to stay? What if Woldande's like, I'm not cooking for you anymore, lady. I'm, I'm out of recipes. Does, do they have to find some new place to go, or will they just order takeout? Ever? I, I'm just curious. I'm just curious if it's a quid pro quo.
5: I feel like this is gonna be like a family guy episode in in like a few weeks. You feel
0: like everything's a family guy episode. I mean I mean it kind everything of everything
5: is. is a family Art guy episode. It does imitate life,
0: that is true. 855-940 Mark is our number. 940 P Wadande must be off today. Puh. This is, I wouldn't feed this to the dog. Oh, shut up. That was a great stewie. 855-940 Mark is our listen, we gotta take a quick break. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. More Mark K show is on the way. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Eight five five nine four zero marcus our number. Moments ago, Joe Biden came out and attempted to speak about the Senate passing the Ukraine bill. We'll get to that in a minute. First, though, Rita is on Amelia Island. She wanted to comment on the uh, woman in Boston who took in the refugees and then had them start cooking for her. Uh, Rita, hi. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Yes. Hi. I'm doing well.
2: Thank you. Oh, good. Yeah. And I had is um, I'm Haitian American.
1: For over thirty years. Yeah.
2: We got here the legal way. Long process but i was just commenting on the, the what the lady said because um, i found
6: it funny but
2: she did uh, the, our patients, we love to show appreciation
6: and we love to cook so i'm sure she meant well by it even if she said no
7: um, the lady and the husband would still want to show appreciation, and Haitians just love to cook, So they would just cook even if she said no.
0: So no, no, you're, that's and, that, saying, and that is true. Haitians are very giving and warm and welcoming people. I, My whole point is I think she knew that, and she took advantage of it, and now she's like, hmm. <laughs> Mm, I can get some. And free... Haitian food is amazing, so I don't blame her. what is if <laughs> No but see now it really is. No, but see now you're gonna have a problem because now everyone's gonna be like, I would like to take in a family, but only a Haitian family, because I hear their I, I hear their I cuisine make it is delicious. The same thing. Yeah.
7: I'm
0: tired of cooking for my family, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Rita, thank you so much for calling. We appreciate it. Tr- and that's the thing about Canadians. People would love to take in illegal Canadians as well because they're so kind, eh? And they're so understanding. And they're like, they're just the nicest people. They're so helpful. But the food sucks. You got poutine and that's it. You can't eat poutine every day. I mean. Like, name another Canadian uh, dish. Moose. That's not, you don't eat the moose. You could. I mean, you could, but, you know, only with the side of poutine. Okay. 855 <laughs> and some maple syrup.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maple Little. syrup. That's. That's Canadian food. Moose,
0: maple syrup, poutine and beer. That's all people know. <laughs> 855-940-MARK is our number. Uh, coming up in just a minute, Bi- Joe Biden Joe Biden speaks about this Senate bill, but doesn't take any questions. Also, he was an hour late to his own press conference and he started talking before he got to the podium. He, you can't write this stuff, folks. It writes itself. All that and more, Mark was on the way. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-MARK. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back.
1: We're entertaining meets and in- informative this show makes the listener
2: feel like it's my show you make bad news sound good mark k for 3 hours a day
0: loving
1: it this is the mark k show
0: this is the Markay Show. My name's Markay, 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. So excited that you're here. Listen, I want you to, before I play this Joe Biden stuff, I want you to remember that there is a real problem with the Republican Party. The, the big problem with the Republican Party is it sucks. There's the biggest, I mean, the second big, okay, that's one of the two. The the biggest problem is overall they suck. Uh, but the issue isn't the entire party as a whole. It's the Republicans of the Republican Party who don't, who don't, serve the voters, instead serve the Republicans in the Republican Party. And there's a big differentiation between the two. In fact, I saw this. Gosh, where did I see this poll earlier today? Maybe it was on Cat Turd's feed. I feel like all the good news comes from cat Turner.
5: <laughs> I fully agree.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to check real quick. Basically, but here's basically what it was. It was a poll of, or it was not a poll, but it was a study on the people who voted in the Senate for this particular uh, horrible Ukraine spending bill that's going to send $60 billion more to Ukraine. And basically what they found out when they looked at, at the voting records, because we always say, look at the voting records. And what they found out when they looked at the voting records were that the 22 people, Uh, that voted to send $65 billion back to Ukraine. Of the 22 people, all of them had been in the Senate for a certain amount of time. The youngest members of the Senate, the newest members of the Senate, the freshman senators, all voted against it. Here it is, Eric Schmidt. Eric Schmidt, 15 out of 17 Uh, Oh, here we go. Nearly every Republican senator under the age of 55 voted no on this America last bill. Think about that, what that means. Younger senators, Republican senators under the age of 55 voted no on this America last bill. 15 out of 17 elected since 2018 voted no. So if you were under the age of 50, I almost said young. Under the age of 55, which is young (laughs) in this day and age when you look at the politics, uh, under the age of 55 or elected since 2018, odds are you put America first. Everybody who was over the age of 55 or elected before 2018 voted yes on sending all of this money to Ukraine, not to the border, not to the United States of America, to Ukraine. We look back at what Mitt Romney said.
8: The vote we will soon take... To provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States senators.
0: By the way, Mitt Romney falls into both of those categories. He was ele- well he was elected, I think—and yeah, it was before 2018. And he also—he uh, also, fun fact—is way older than 55 years old. So Mitt Romney falls squarely in that category, and he voted to send all this money to Ukraine. What does this mean? What can we glean? from this particular instance that Eric Schmidt is is, uh, telling us all about. Well, what it means is, That the longer you are in Washington, D.C., and the more you make a career out of your politics, the more likely you are to vote, not with the people, not for the country, but for the Washington establishment, the elite, the military-industrial complex, and any other special interest group which has infiltrated your own personal campaign, your own personal philosophy, your own personal finances— you never bite the hand that feeds you, and the longer you stay in Washington, D.C., the more the hands that feed you are the people in Washington, D.C., and not the people back home that you swore to represent. This had cat Turd screaming at the top of his lung, term limits, term limits, term limits, term limits, term limits, but it's something that you have to take into account. Why is it that all of these younger Republican senators are voting for America and all of the older ones are saying we need to send all this money to Ukraine? And again, there's another simple explanation. If you're Mitch McConnell and you're pushing 80 and you're probably not going to run again or you're going to lose, you want to make sure that you're taken care of in retirement. But like well taken care of in retirement. And I have to imagine that sending money from Ukraine makes, makes that a, a certainty and not necessarily uh, something that's still up in the air. It'd be interesting to see how many of these retirement age senators uh, have seen their their net worth increase after some of these votes go through. 855-940-MARK is our number. So then Joe Biden comes out and he talks about it. And I want you to remember, too, that Joe Biden is on the side of Ukraine. He is a left wing lunatic Democrat run by a bunch of other left-wing lunatic Democrats and everything in Joe Biden's life since the day he took office when he was in his 20s has been how do I make sure that I profit from this? How do I use my political position and my authority that's been given to me by the great people of the state of Delaware? How do I use that to make money for me and my hoodlum son and my second wife and anyone else like my brother-in-law and his or my brother and my sister-in-law and everyone else uh, who could potentially put me away with all of the information they know about my shady dealings? How do i make sure that the biden clan is secure forever well he figured out a way and now he's out there saying we need to play ball here he shuffled to the podium this is kind of funny he started speaking before he even got to the podium and then he said i'm not going to take any questions here he Absolutely. is he's nowhere near uh, the podium
7: before we begin i'm going to make this statement let us stand in the zone i'm not going to take any questions but i'll be taking questions and now tomorrow he's, in the he's next at the podium day.
0: So he just started mumbling to himself. He's was, I'm not going to take any questions. I'll be taking questions soon. Here, here he is getting angry. For Republicans
7: in Congress who think they can oppose funding for Ukraine and not be held accountable, history is watching. History is watching. History is watching. Failure to support Ukraine at this critical moment will never be forgotten.
0: I'm going to be honest with you. I think it would be forgotten pretty quickly. Uh, he says. He says history, he's quoting Hamilton. History has its eyes on you. And he's saying history will not forget this moment in time. If you if you don't vote for this $60 billion aid package to, to Ukraine, history will not forget. I mean, fun fact about history, <laughs> is, the more and more we realize history is being forgotten because they're just not teaching it, and they're just teaching what they want anyway. But I don't think that people are going to look back at uh, Mike Lee or Rick Scott or Marco Rubio or any of these people and say, hey, you know what? You guys really screwed up the world when you didn't vote to send 61 billion more dollars—not even just billions, billion more dollars. This isn't the first go round. We're on this is like the fourth or fifth iteration of this massive expenditure to to Ukraine. History is going to be watching. Yeah, I'll tell you what else is watching my pocketbook. I'll tell you what else is watching about 80 or 75 million Trump voters who are looking at the border, going, "Gee, I bet we could use some some of that money to secure our border." Then Joe Biden went on to explain how this is a this is remarkable. I don't know which piece of I don't know. I don't know which piece of work in his communications department came up with this piece of propaganda. But this is Joe Biden how, trying to explain how a 60 billion dollar expenditure to Ukraine isn't really a 60 billion dollar expenditure to Ukraine at all. It's to America.
7: And the way it works is we supply Ukraine with military equipment from our stockpiles.
0: By the way, what he said was military equipment, but it was it's very difficult. It's Joe Biden. So it's very I'll play it again.
7: And the way it works is we supply Ukraine with military equipment from our stockpiles. And then we spend our money replenishing those stockpiles so our military has access to them. Stockpiles that are made right here in America by American workers.
0: Okay, so what Joe Biden's saying is we're not giving $60 billion to Ukraine. We're giving them guns and ammo and tanks and planes and surface-to-air missiles and all that. We're just giving them stockpiles. We already have, the, we got the stuff stockpiled. It's just, you know what, it's just sitting in a military warehouse, all we're doing is, we're not giving them money. You guys are thinking of it all wrong. We're giving them stockpiles. Then we're going to use that money to pay Americans to replenish our stockpiles. Oh, I see. That makes, so that makes it better. So the money's not going to Ukraine. The money's going to the United States of America. The money's going to, he's basically explaining how the kickbacks are going to be coming back to the Biden campaign in 2024. He's basically saying, look, here's what we do. We're not giving any money to Zelensky. We're going to give him all the weapons that we have. Then we're going to turn around and go, any more weapons? I We're going to cut big fat checks to all of our campaign supporters. And the military industrial complex and all of these companies that create all of these munitions and all of these planes and all of these tanks, all these things, all the all the weapons systems and the surface air missiles, they're going to get paid by us. And then they're going to kick back some of that money to our campaign chest when we run for re-election because they're going to remember that we helped them out you know, when they helped us out, but Ukraine doesn't get any money. It's like saying, it's like saying, I'm not going to buy you a car, but I'll give you my car and then go out and buy a new one for myself. It's, it's really something that probably nobody wants him to. I mean, we all know what happens, but it's something that he doesn't, he probably shouldn't be explaining uh, to anyone. Um, Then he, then he prayed for Mike Johnson, the speaker of the house of representative and wandered off. God bless you all. May God protect our speakers. And I promise I'll come back and answer questions later. Thank you.
8: When Trump said that, sir, what did Putin hear?
0: What an interesting thing to say, isn't it? God, not, not, he said, God bless America. God protect our speaker. God bless you all. May God protect
7: our speakers. And I promise I'll come back and answer questions later. That's
0: an interesting choice of words. You know, it was not God bless America. God bless our speaker. It was God protect our speaker. Why would you ask God to protect somebody unless you thought maybe they were in danger?
5: Or, like, if you're going to say protect, save, for both. I don't know. That was weird.
0: That oh, was a weird thing to say. That was a weird thing to say. If I were Mike Johnson, I'd be like, wait, what?
5: I'd be wearing, like, a bulletproof vest at all <laughs> what times. Did, what did he just say?
0: <laughs> Eight, five. Look, we only have, look, we got one vote, folks. We got one vote that we that we cannot lose in the House of Representatives. Otherwise, we all lose. 855-940-MARK. We got a couple people that want to comment on some stuff. We're going to get your phone calls here in just a minute. I promise. We're going to take one quick break. If there's something you wanted to say, something you want to squeeze in before the end of the program, now is your chance. 855-940-MARK. Quick break. We will be right back. Name's Mark. Eight five five nine four. Oh, Mark is our number. Eight five five nine. I can confirm. I can confirm. We do have a few dozen copies left. Uh, Go trumpyourself.com for the. What'd you say? Why are you whispering? When you whisper in the microphone, we can Sorry. still hear you.
5: Well, that's why I, I mouthed it to you because it just dawned on me. Oh, are we
0: doing a Locals Post Show Live today?
5: Are we?
0: 100% we are. It's okay. Locals Post Show Live. That's a good point, Hannah. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. If man. you're thinking to yourself, man, I just can't believe this is the last segment of the show. I need more. I need more information. I need to hear more from these clowns. Uh, Then uh, this is a great day for you because you can go to our locals page, markk.locals.com, and join us for the post-show live, which happens almost immediately after the show. I would say like 310, 315-ish. I think that's fair. I think you need to turn on your microphone before you start talking. (laughs) 855-940-MARK is our number. Uh, Listen, before we get out of here, we do have a couple people that wanted to comment. Maggie is in Ohio. Hi, Maggie. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show.
6: I'm great. How are
0: you? Oh, doing very well, Maggie. Thanks so much for the call. What's on your mind? What did you want to say today?
6: Uh, well, this bit about bringing everybody over and letting them into your home, I think that they ought to get Joe Biden and his son to take in a couple of those families. And, you know, they wanted them for their, to vote for them, so that's why they brought them. Let's just send them to the Democrats and...
2: See how
0: they can handle it yeah you know well it's interesting you should say that because one of the uh, early on when greg abbott first had the idea of putting illegal immigrants uh, on a bus and sending them to sanctuary cities one of the first places he put them was in front of the Naval Observatory, which is the home to Vice President Kamala Harris.
4: I'm Vice President. My name is Kamala Harris. And you, oh,
0: wearing well, sure appreciate it. Yeah, and you would think you would think that being a Democrat, being a, a proponent for sanctuary cities, being a, a, a bleeding heart liberal the way she is, that she would have invited these people into her home, given them a nice place to stay, a shower, a hot meal you know really showing that kind of compassion that she's asking american taxpayers to show did she do that no 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 in fact what she did was she looked at the bus outside of her uh her home she looked at the illegal immigrants who were standing basically on her front lawn and she called up greg abbott and she said we're not
4: having that we're not playing that
0: and so she turned them away i mean that was it she was like you can't dump these illegals in front of my, I'm the vice president for crying out loud.
4: I'm vice president. My name is Kamala Harris. I
0: mean, what do you do? What do you think you're doing?
4: Don't start talking like a Republican. No,
0: and so, uh, so that was one of the big problems. And so they had to ship them. They had to ship them somewhere else. But she was not happy with it. And you would think that before you, ask, I mean, there, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are in politics. There's a lot of people out there who say, I would never ask somebody to do something i myself wasn't willing to do in fact i worked at a restaurant once and one of our bosses was like you know why caught him one day i didn't catch him but i walked in he was doing dishes and i go why are you doing dishes he goes the dishwasher he called in sick and i go but you're you own the place And he goes, I would never ask anybody to do something I wouldn't be willing to do myself. And it's my place. Like, the dishes need to get clean. I'm the one who's probably most, you know, involved or most um, interested in getting these dishes clean. Because if there's an illness or a problem or germs get spread, it's my butt. So he was in there washing the dishes. And, uh, And it was awkward because usually we didn't see him in the kitchen. So everyone had to be on their best behavior. But not Kamala Harris. She's like, oh, I'm going to ask you to take in illegals. I'm going to ask you to use your hard-earned money to uh, to house and feed these illegals. But but you're going to ask me to do the same? How dare they? Yeah. 855-940-MARK uh, is our number. This is Don in Ohio. What's up, Don? How you doing?
3: Hey, I'm doing fine, Mark. And you? Oh,
0: doing great. What's on your mind, sir? What would you want to see, hey, say?
3: Just a very quick comment. I noticed from that, that clip from the lady that took in the the folks, and she called them in the interview refugees. Refugees. There's no way, there's no way that they are refugees. They are illegal. (laughs) And and it just, it just shows that's another liberal
0: out in her crap. Yeah, there's well, and there is a there, look. There are refugees, but it depends yeah. on how they get. A, they come across here. Very few refugees are seeking asylum. They're just crossing the border and then you know getting on a bus. Uh, but yes, yeah, what's happened now is the terminologies have all been intertwined and kind of just kind of just you, you know bastardized and people are interchanging them. Um, but yeah. you know the fact. Look, the fact of the matter is, in Massachusetts, you don't have to live like a refugee. You can now go stay at this woman's house as long as you're willing to cook and clean for her. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. <laughs> thanks so much for thanks so much for calling. Uh, don't have to live like a refugee. Yeah, yeah. Tom Petty. No,
5: I didn't know this. Song. Okay, I
0: figured. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. Joe is in Keystone Heights. Hi, Joe. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. Hey, Mark. This is Joe. Now, yeah, we were talking about senators with term limits.
1: Well, the Constitution was written, used to pass those pocket Constitutions out. The Constitution founders knew better than put all the senators up there. Uh, So they were appointed by each governor of each state to represent the state. Later in Wilson's time, I think it was, they changed that to where they were elected. If the Constitution operated like it was supposed to, we wouldn't be having this power problem that you're talking about.
0: Well, I mean, I think... I don't, know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know the, I'll check the accuracy of that. But the term limits are not, I mean, even the president uh, didn't have term limits until after, um, until after the, uh, what's his name, FDR, because he ran like, man, he ran and won like four times. You want to talk about, you want to talk about tyrannical rule. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We definitely, uh, we appreciate it. Eight five five nine four zero mark is our number. Wayne is from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hi, Wayne. How are you?
7: Hey, Mark. How are you? Oh, I'm
0: great. Oh, good. Wayne, real quick, we got about 30 seconds left. what do you want to say, sir? Why has no
7: one asked Hunter Biden what is your business?
0: Oh, I think it cha- they have it changed. He's a painter now. Um, no, and that, that didn't get, that
7: not bring in millions and
0: millions. Well, and we, but either a product or a service that he didn't do
2: either
0: one. Yeah, import exporter. He was that on the board of Barisma because you know he's an expert on on all all things uh, oil and, and natural gas. He's a, he's a he's a what do you, we call it Renaissance man. Hunter- well, that
7: was then, but I mean now, with, with the money he brings in, well, what kind of service? Goes on and on. I mean, I mean you just make millions and that's it.
0: I mean, look, if you're a Biden, you just, the money just keeps flowing, and I don't think you need any kind of marketable skills whatsoever. Uh, hey, thanks for the call. We appreciate it, Wayne. Look, we got to get out of here. We got a Locals Post Show Live coming up in just a few minutes. Join us at MarkK.Locals.com, and we will see you tomorrow for whatever you want Wednesday on the Mark K Show.